0: From the creators of Relevant Magazine, it's the Relevant Podcast.
1: It's a week of Friday, August 1st, 2014. And this is The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang. This week's show is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. It's a great service. We use it. We're customers. I've built sites on it. You can build an amazing site in like literally a couple hours. It's awesome. And you don't have to be like a designer, Eddie. Yeah, I'm deep into
2: working on uh, The Relevant dot uh, com dot net. Oh, okay. With just, <laughs> yeah. just
1: kind of an underground version of relevant. Going rogue. <laughs> all, all the podcast sites, like Order the Bow, that's a Squarespace site, yep. although they don't want to acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, same with Oscars.biz. Who, yeah, Oscars.biz. I'm surprised they didn't contact <laughs> us on. and ask us to take who, it down. Who doesn't want to acknowledge it? It's Squarespace.
2: <laughs> they don't want to
1: acknowledge. <laughs> they don't want to acknowledge that I have defiled their platform with these atrocious podcast trips.
0: That's
2: awesome.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but if you want to build a site and it make it look really good and responsive and all that stuff, uh, Relevant Podcast listeners, you can get a free trial and 10% off uh, your order. Just visit squarespace.com and enter offer code RELEVANT at the checkout. It's simple and easy, beautiful design, drag-and-drop content. plans start at just 8 bucks a month and include a free domain if you sign it for a year. Um, there's a lot more features. You should go check it out. Promo code RELEVANT, 10% off. There you go. Well, joining me here in our Orlando studios... Eddie, Pop Pop, Cofolds. Cameron, nice to see you. Man. Over there on the ones and twos, looking very uh, frantic, trying to get all the tech working. Our illustrious producer on the ones and twos, Chad Michael Snable. Hello, friends. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia. See, he sounds stressed. Do you hear him? He that? does. <laughs> Hello,
0: <Yeah."> friends. <laughs>
1: <I> feel a <laughs> little <laughs> extra gray in the beard today. What's, yeah. even- what,
0: what, what's stressing you out, Chad?
2: Just the male connectors and the female connectors whoa, and the whoa, quarter whoa, inch and the eight inch. Whoa, whoa! So Those
0: sound like bigger problems than we can tackle. <laughs> <them in>. Oh <gosh. laughs> Like I was expecting it to be technical in nature. Save
1: that for Loveline, homie. <laughs> uh, on the Skype line from Loveland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And on the Skype line, all the way from, well, I guess she's in Michigan. Yes. Joy Egretz.
3: Hello.
1: <laughs> nice,
3: nice, Joy! <laughs> you, confidence, confidence.
2: I'll tell you, Joy. The, uh, the 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 intro thing is a very stressful part of the show. <laughs> like it's coming, you know it's coming. Like Shauna right away, kind of like went into like hello or good morning, right? Uh, she says good morning, friends. Something like she had a thing good, right good away, morning, friends. Yeah, I'm still dialing it in, and you you're just yelling hello, which, uh,
3: <laughs> hello. I have no idea what I said. last Here week, I am. I, do, I I have wanted to do the um. Frazier intro i'm listening like in a really
1: uh, soothing <laughs> voice but <laughs> yeah, i just
3: felt like i needed to preface that
1: first yeah. so it's very that's very affirming Sha- shauna shauna could use that for big stretches of the show just eh, i'm listening i'm listening like, I'm, she's, I'm she's I'm just aware. like i don't know what y'all are talking about so am just I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening sadly i'm listening. so can i try it yeah, yeah go ahead okay and on the skype line uh from michigan this week joy egrich
3: hello seattle i'm listening
1: Okay, nice. more than more than just Seattleites okay. listen to the show.
3: Hello, Seattle and everywhere else. I'm listening. Good, <laughs>
1: very good. You got it on there. It's really great. Glad we did that.
2: Joy, yeah. a lot of people are in love with you online. Are we talking about that yet? Well, this apparently is love line now. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: Chad's got some con- female yeah, I got male some, connector, I got some connector problems. Connector <laughs> <laughs> problems.
0: Chad, yeah, was that what you're referring to? Is is trying to filter out all these tweets?
1: <laughs> yeah. Have you have
2: you gotten any DMs uh, lately that you're kind of
3: nonstop yeah. Twitter dating? <laughs>
2: nice. Wait. Well,
1: congratulations. What does Twitter dating entail?
2: Um, a follow, and then I think retweet comes next. Then you yeah. then it, couple, then you start a subtweeting. Likes. You subtweet. A couple of a
0: Subtweet is like first base.
1: An,
3: <laughs> Twitter first
1: base. Yeah, and then Wait,
3: an, I don't know what a subtweet is.
1: It's when you tweet publicly, but you're really tweeting to a particular person. It's like right. a little inside thing. It's that like you put know. like
0: uh, the period
3: the dot first. Yeah.
2: Jesse, for someone that does not, you're you are on Twitter a lot, aren't you? Oh but yeah. You do not participate. He's a stalker.
1: You are funny, yeah,
3: Jesse. I will say, you know, with the hashtag Jesse lives, I was so excited to tell you because I'm like, well, he's obviously not on Twitter, yeah. and I'm going to tell him how many hashtags there were, and then all of a sudden I found you, and you have a lot of followers, and you just tweeted in June, yep. but no, we couldn't. Nobody tweets your name. Do people not know?
0: People, people know. I, I just, I'm really bad at at Twitter. I don't know why. I think it's. I mean, like everyone on this podcast, spent a lot of time on the internet. And, uh, you know, recreationally, I just feel like most of what I have to say, I say as part of my normal, you know, daily writing for, for the website and things. Also, I'm pretty lazy, too. <laughs>
2: but well, Okay. Nine, joy, nine months ago, I wrote Jesse a really detailed email about why he should be on
0: Twitter. Why? But he's just not going to do it. I don't.
2: I'm plan. just
3: going to start it's, tweeting to him every day. I go. No, here. But here's the thing. Sub I go in spurts. There <laughs> are
0: sometimes when I feel like, like a string of funny things that I observe happen, and then I tweet them. But those those times only happen every once, you know, occasionally.
1: Well, Jesse, Twitter was rallying around you this week, which it was very inspiring. It really was the spark of a movement. Last week's show, listeners will recall, um, we were concerned about the fact that Jesse hadn't been to the doctor <laughs> to have a physical in a couple of decades, yeah. and um, we were encouraging him to please go to the doctor. Mm. I texted Jesse this week, because I knew he went not on Twitter. Yeah. I texted him, and I said, um, Jesse, I'd really, really like it. It'd mean a lot to everybody <laughs> if on this week's show coming up, we could announce yeah. that you... Have made an appointment to go to the doctor. This is true. This hmm. was
0: like genuine concern.
2: Yeah, and that's then, and then he
1: says, he says, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that."
0: <laughs> what if now
2: I've been in talks um, to get your copay paid for by the National Ricketts Foundation? Do you think? Do you think that's something that we could? Work out like we got that $20 taken care How of. How did you
0: know that I have rickets? That's what I we, That's what we just curious. know you we, Oh well, Yeah, we just when assumed
2: you, when you don't ingest a vegetable for yeah. a lifetime, at some point, the rickets is just going to creep up on well,
0: you. Well, last year, scurvy. I had he a battle battled,
1: with scurvy. Yeah, he battled scurvy last year. Yeah. That was that was uh, an ordeal. Yeah,
0: but I my citrus intake,
1: but he went uh, to WebMD and figured out he could just eat an orange and he's. He yeah, cured I, his own scurvy. I was scurvy, scurvy free.
0: Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I that, did
0: have, There was someone on Twitter that said that they were a doctor, and they would give me a free Twitter consultation. He did. I don't know what that involves,
1: though. Yeah, that's a weird you take one. Take your shirt off. Send me a twit pic. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I do that whole, all the time. Anyway, that's,
0: I, that's third base. I asked my third i, I, ask, I sorry, are you on, comfortable with this. Are you on
3: Snapchat? <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> uh, Cameron loves Snapchat so much. <laughs> yeah. Have you been on uh, Snapchat, Joy?
3: Um, yeah, a couple months ago, someone asked me to join it, and I was like, no, because I'm not a 13-year-old girl. Right. Um, but then I did, and it freaks me out. It right. really does. It's like an anxiety attack every time you're, like, holding that button down, because you're like, if my thumb slips, and I don't see the end, and then, you know, it's gone forever. So, yeah, it's... please don't find me on there. <laughs> Wait, I just wanted to say real quick, back to Jesse, like, I know this is about you, yeah. but... I'm the one that threw out that hashtag, and I have never... I mean, I know that you could harness Twitter for good, but I yeah. have like never seen the power <laughs> of yeah. doing something for good, and I feel like... <laughs> I, I feel like life. I have a whole new lease on life yeah. that I like actually like did something.
0: I, f- I feel like it was for good, but I unfortunately I probably won't go to the doctor anytime soon. So I-
1: so the hashtag for people didn't hear last week. show is Jesse lives hashtag Jesse lives, and it was like Jesse, if enough people tweet at you using this hashtag, will you please go to the doctor? And so we thought like just for a basic physical, yeah, a physical. okay,
2: but okay, a thirty five dollar. Are you worried about you know the you know what? Test? I'm. I'm. I, please explain, Eddie. I can't on the show because I know I have like a friend. <laughs> you who's, know what? I have <laughs> a friend who's twelve that listens to the show. Is, and I'm this is love line I'm not going to talk about it. You know, like when you get over thirty, every once in a while they gotta.
3: Oh, the prostate.
2: Yeah, that's fine to say, right? See,
3: I'm not even. Oh, yeah, I,
2: I'm
0: not even. That was good. That choice. didn't even enter into my mind. Now there's even <laughs> less. Now
2: you're, than you're <laughs> absolutely not going.
0: No, no, no. Here's no. here's my philosophy. If it ain't broke, I ain't fixing it.
2: But, but you it, don't
3: know if it's not broke.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. It's not until like- they
3: do the the test that we will not name.
2: He said, "If it don't feel broke, that's yeah, what yeah, was exactly. Yeah, if I don't know it's broke, right. I will not put it, any effort in trying I think, to I think,
1: cure myself of a disease that will end." I think when it comes to health and the unseen things, ignorance is generally bliss. You know, I think it's a great way to live. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't know I have the cancer eating me from the inside, <laughs> right. well then I'm not worried about it, and then one day I just don't wake up.
0: I think, I think we've done some good work I, today. I really hope it doesn't come to that.
1: Yeah, I think but, uh, this is going well.
2: I think we we're helping people. We start
1: people. over. <laughs> all right. For those who don't know, this is a big week for us. Well, first of all, let me tell you a couple of things. On this week's show, we have a lot of fun coming up. Later, we talk to uh, amazing uh, rapper, hip-hop artist Tadashi is coming up. Oh, wow. His story is unbelievable. unbelievable. What happened in the last year of his life it's just the most moving thing. Um, um, and, and, and then after that, we have a listener call-in game. Uh, uh, this is a big week. Uh, Sharknado 2 is, came out on Wednesday night. And um, it's, a, it's a moment for America. And so to celebrate,
0: well, reclaiming Shark Week is what we're
1: doing. So so to celebrate, you know, <laughs> sharks being in tornadoes being on everybody's minds now, we're having a calling game that's that Jesse wrote uh, that the listeners gonna be playing against Joyce. So that's a lot of fun. But you know, the Tadashi thing. I'm about music. Uh, this week um, uh, is is Lollapalooza in Lala. Chicago. I just call it Lala. Right. So my annual track to to and I and I like try to bring my friends. Well, Chad can't go because of babies. You know. Okay. Yeah. So so Tyler Huckabee's going. Okay. Um And this year, for the first time, Jesse Carey is going. Ooh, That's right. Wow. And meeting us there, Joy Egrich is going. Oh, oh wow. That so is- the four of us are going to Lala, and they're going to be interviewing bands, we're going to record stuff, and we're going to have a lot of fun. But um Jesse... Uh, uh, Joy, have you ever been before?
3: No. Okay. And I, so- I mean, I'm... Sorry that you can't go, Chad, but I'm glad I got
1: second. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we have, so we have, because I mean, we have two rookies going. We're not even to
2: talk about how angry I am right now, but let's just keep going.
1: <laughs> so because we have two rookies going, I, I thought, man, we need to prep them. We need to get them ready to get them ready, you know, because you can't just wander you into Lala. You just it. have you have to be ready for <laughs> Lollapalooza. Yeah. So, joining us on the Skype line to give you guys veteran tips on what to do to prepare for Lollapalooza is Tyler Huckabee.
0: Hey, guys, Tyler. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How long have you been hiding there, Tyler? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so people don't know Lollapalooza is a music festival. It's a huge music festival in downtown Chicago. It's in Grant Park. It's on the waterfront, right in the middle of downtown. Um, you have stages on two main stages on like the far north and south ends of the park. They're about a mile from each other, I would guess. And then you have like medium sized stages kind of throughout. There's a lot of walking. And uh, yeah, so, you know, Tyler's been, I've been a bunch of times, but, you know, I just wanted, I wanted Tyler to be able to help Jesse be ready. Yeah. And, uh, and now Joy, too. Be ready yeah. for Lollapalooza to make the most of it. Going. These
0: are pro tips. These
4: are, These are pro yeah. tips yeah. for Lollapalooza in
1: 2014.
4: Yeah, so Jesse and Joy, I hope this, this helps you. But but remember, it's coming from a veteran, um, so I don't want to hear any pushback on any of this. Uh, my first tip, and this is an important one, is, is show you're in the know. Uh, Lala is as much a cool contest as it is a music festival. My suggestion is rollerblade from place to place mm-hmm. and use a lot of words like hip and rad when you're talking to people. <laughs> For example... Did you guys see that Good Charlotte concert? That was so
0: hip and rad. <laughs> Noted.
1: So here's, here's an issue with your rollerblading tip, Tyler, is that three-fourths of the land is grass. My, my right.
0: rollerblades have off-road dirt wheels on them, so I'm good. <laughs> my second tip, and this goes along with the first
4: one, is, is you got to dress to impress, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lollapalooza is filled with industry movers and shakers. We want relevant to make a good impression for all these people. So I suggest you pack your tuxedos, maybe your three piece tweed suits, Uh, um, anything that will go along with your formal rollerblades uh, is acceptable for being out there.
2: As far as I know, Joy usually wears moo-moos and or pajamas. Is that going to be pretty (laughs) acceptable there? That is true,
3: but (laughs) I scouted some 19-year-olds, and I'm copying their outfits verbatim, so I hope
0: that... We want to to, dress for the bands we want to cover, not the bands we are going to
5: cover.
0: And, And I want to cover bands that play executive parties. So I'll dress like that.
4: Joy, I'm glad you brought up the 19-year-old you're scouting because this is an important one. Um, I think the next tip is is be a good example. Um, Unfortunately, many Lollapalooza attendees, or as they like to be called, Lala Abdul's, (laughs) engage in behavior like PG-13 language, card playing. And when you guys see such actions, I think we need to politely but firmly inform the Lala Abdul's. That such behavior is neither hip nor rad and we will not tolerate it
0: hey, or should we confiscate should we contraband items like tobacco cigarettes and I, things i think
4: that i mean if there's not a security presence around to do that for you then i think that's not out of the Stop question vigilante. Uh, how, how many
0: cigarettes did you snap in half in front of people last <laughs>
4: i just stole their whole box and dumped it out on the ground in front and of and then the rollerbladed
0: over them repeatedly <laughs>
4: Um, The next one, and this is also an important one for us, is you got to have a meeting place. Um, Balapalooza can get really crowded, and it's easy to lose track of our friends. That's why it's important to have an easily recognizable, high-profile meeting place. And Jesse and Joy, ours is going to be this year. A, a a to be determined porta potty inside of a to be determined porta potty.
5: <laughs> we don't
4: know which one it is. I'll be in one. Just knock on doors until you find me. I'll
0: be in there. Well, well. Let me ask this. I was planning on like I do for most uh, any travel, packing a flare gun.
2: Yeah,
5: <laughs> recommend it or no?
2: Is it just going to be me and Chad doing the show next week?
1: No, no. Here's the deal. Oh. this is the fun thing. This is
4: exciting.
2: So, so the fun so thing is, I
1: don't do. We're did, did, bringing a mobile studio to Chicago. And we are going to record uh, something with the four of us, Joy uh, and uh, Tyler and Jesse and I, on Saturday or Sunday. And then guess who we're hanging out with all day Monday? Shana Nequist and we're going to record with her because she's getting in town Sunday night, and so we're spending Monday with her, and we're going to record and video some stuff. Oh. So we're going to get segments. We'll do our Lala recap from Chicago with Shauna oh. We'll do a bunch of stuff, and then those will be like segments on the show. And next week we'll record a normal show, maybe or maybe Eddie and me and my mom will do our own show, and then we'll just have a vote <laughs> and see which show is better: your yeah. show from Lala or
4: me and Eddie's show from the studio. Because I'm going to have I...
3: on the ground coverage of Lala Palooza Yeah, and I'm going to I'm going to say ours will probably be better because it is my life's goal to find eminem and i will interview him
2: yeah uh, chad's mom has been texting me nonstop, waiting trying to get back on the show and so
1: maybe it's time i just gotta say for for real my mom texted me the other day and she said i really like that joy character
0: <gasps> really yeah oh, wow. so
1: joy you're in with my mom so that's the highest couple none
0: number? of us has ever
3: ever heard from
0: no one's said mom. that about me
4: and is, i like even the, even I
1: like, chad I like that your mom said the joy character yeah like she's a, a persona She's
3: not real is your mom on Snapchat? <laughs> that,
1: joy, that joy
2: comedian is just great they love her
3: <laughs>
4: um and uh, this i have one last one last tip for uh for you guys as you go out there and that's and that's be honest this one comes with a quiz um, I say be honest because I think bands are used to a lot of superficiality when they're, doing, when they're interacting with fans, and we don't want to be part of that. Again, we're trying to elevate the Lala game here. So for example, when, when a, a band shouts something like, is everyone having a good time tonight? You respond with, well, it's a little hot and crowded, but I'm doing fine. How are you? Right? You see where I'm coming right, from? Right, yeah.
1: Hmm. yeah. It's when, generally the band is wanting genuine con- conversation when they do that from the stage at Lollapalooza. They, they
4: get too much superficiality yeah. from the, from the news media and the paparazzi. We don't want to be part of that. Right. Um, so if they ask something like, do you guys want to hear some new stuff? Your response is well, not particularly, but I understand you have a hip and rad new album to promote. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> those, Tyler, are, those are the pro Tyler, tips.
1: Those are good tips. Those Thank are, you. We're gonna have a lot of fun, and uh, we'll we'll get some good coverage for uh, for the show next week. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. See you, Tyler. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Before we move on to entertainment releases, I I have something that we need to address, Eddie. What's happening? You look like a freaking bum today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> why do you? Why are you? Oh, you're not working anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am working. Yeah, I'm working. Oh, Wait, I don't I Please look like a bum. No, wearing, he's wearing a robe
2: right now. I'm wearing a nice uh, gray t-shirt. No, you're wearing a, a heather gray workout shirt
1: say I look pretty good. And and <laughs> you didn't bring your notepad today. No,
2: I completely just... You look like you just woke up. Uh No, but I'll tell you, this working from home thing is a different kind of deal.
1: What is it? What's going on? Uh,
2: well, you lose track of time and what's happening. And then I just realized, you know what? These workout shorts, I've been rocking for 72 hours now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, they, got, they have like a meatball stain on them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm like, what time is the podcast? Oh leave right now. So <laughs> I, put on, I put on this loud because I didn't have anything
1: ironed, and off I go.
2: Yeah, it's the first week with IJM, so I'm like, I'm working home in our guest bedroom. Yeah,
1: yeah I guess every other week you came from the church, so you yeah, looked I'm like, like a professional.
2: Yeah, i like, like and I've been working. There's a ton to do, but...
0: Eddie, when was your last shower?
1: Uh, well, that's a
2: good question. I did one uh, Monday night before I went to the last church service I spoke at, okay. and then... At eleven o'clock on Wednesday, which you know, right before we started recording, that's really fun. Okay. Yeah, this is how you keep just PS. today's my nine year anniversary. This is how you keep the magic alive: is uh, don't shower for two days
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and wear basketball shorts nonstop. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. We, yeah. Congratulations!
2: Nine years, rocking and rolling. That's awesome, Team Kofelt. Sweet. Brand. Are you
3: doing something fun tonight?
2: We are. We're uh, we're gonna get crazy. We're <laughs> we're gonna go out for breakfast, dinner, breakfast because we had breakfast at night. IHOP. No, we found there's a better place. But uh, we had breakfast for our wedding food because breakfast food rules. I think the Golden Corral added eggs to their buffet. Yeah, well, we were going to go there anyhow. That's our Wednesday night. (laughs) It's right next to the. Wait, you
3: had breakfast food at your wedding? I've never heard of that, and I love it. What'd you have?
2: We had everything. We had like omelet station and pancakes and (gasps) the best waffles in the world and French toast and literally every breakfast food. It was so good. Breakfast food. Did you actually eat at your reception? Yeah, we did eat. We just really picked things that we liked. Uh, We didn't really worry about classy. We just worried about delicious. And so we had. That's how Joy lives her life. We had. (laughs) We had. uh, We had uh, cookie dough delirium wedding cake. Coldstone made us like a cookie dough cake, and it like looked beautiful, like like a wedding cake, but it was ice cream cake, and it ruled so hard. And then we're gonna go try to learn how to play golf.
0: Oh, you have never played golf before.
2: I've been to a driving range like two times, and so we decided let's learn something new together. So we're going to. Marshals
0: there are going to love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) They love first time adults.
2: And then we always come home. We always watch our wedding, so we have like the wedding DVD. So we watch the full wedding, and that is always sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, congrats. I'm excited. Well, congratulations. Thanks for
1: explaining your appearance.
2: Yeah, what is the relevant office attire? Do I have to wear a collar here? No. Good. You, you do. I'm working from home now. The dream is being lived, and if you want me on this show, I'm gonna. I do what I do.
0: The only two rules they have are no shorts and a limit on how deep the V can be for guys. Yeah. Is it just a little above the belly button?
1: Yeah. Yeah. If it, if we <laughs> see button, it's too too low.
0: Other than that, <laughs> you know, they encourage the V's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, It's time for entertainment releases. Music. Not much coming out. Music coming out on Tuesday, August fifth. Spoon is coming out with "They Want My Soul."
0: Great album, by the way. They're streaming it this week on iTunes for free. We link to it from the web, from the homepage, and it's a fantastic album.
1: They are also playing at Lollapalooza. Oh, cool! I assumed you'll be at that show. It's so cool. Okay, do you have any desire to go to a music festival?
2: Not this one, but uh, maybe yeah. Like if there's one that has like if the Dixie Chicks are reuniting or DC Talks are reuniting, <laughs> I'd be I'd be totes down with. But that.
1: but that's the that's thing. Just like, a concert, though. Right. But like, what about a festival? Like a I don't three know. day
2: music. A palooza. I think I'm mostly jealous because I've just always wanted to meet Shauna. Oh, so and, and uh, will you meet her at the no, Christmas me. party? <laughs> well, Joy, I mean.
5: <laughs> what a
2: jig, Eddie.
3: And here's the thing, Eddie. I didn't even get invited. I forced my way in. I said, now that I've been on the podcast a couple times, that probably means I should be able to come to Lollapalooza. And then I think it just got awkward and Cameron felt like he should invite me.
1: <laughs> All right. Music releases uh, also coming out. Bear in Heaven. Bear in Heaven, uh, which not in my heaven. Is it, I'll is tell you that B-E-A-R much.
0: B-E-A-R
1: yeah. or
2: B-A-R-E? You think animals go to heaven? <laughs> no. They don't have souls. Wait, wait. You don't think animals are in heaven? I do know? not. I do not think that animals have souls, and so there's no. You're not going to go to heaven and see little Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> no.
1: What about Mister Little Jeans? He is dust to dust, man. Dust <laughs> to dust. dust. Wow. They don't have souls. Your physical cat body doesn't live on in heaven. Jesus. It's your soul. Cats don't have souls. Jesus, Eddie, you haven't been to church in a week, and your theology has digressed. <laughs> this. <laughs> he's fast. got meatball Dude, stains, and he's <laughs> <laughs> thinking that you got a dog there, heaven. Are, there are.
2: There are. There is a church in the area that will do. Uh, animal, like, prayer services. Like, you bring your animal and they pray for him and stuff like that.
0: Well, well, do you believe that God can heal an animal if it does have a soul? Absolutely. Of course. Okay, then what's so wrong with the, the animal healing service?
1: There you go. Hold yeah. on, do
0: you guys think animals are in heaven? I have no idea. Yeah, I
2: don't the, think it
1: the, tw- so- the 12-year-old listener is now crying, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey.
2: Yeah, yeah, your, yeah, your parents lot, are the ones
1: maybe. that bought you a canary. That wasn't my problem. <laughs> Bear in heaven. Uh, time is uh, time is over. One day old is the album. Movie release is coming out on Friday, August eighth. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is yes. coming out. Johnny Knoxville, them, yeah. Megan Fox. I'm
0: yeah. going to see it because I love the Ninja Turtles, but it already looks so awful. They we we posted on the website last week that terrible theme song the the the, the that they've released for the movie. And I'm just, you know, Michael Bay is and producing it. He can, he, he's just continuing his pattern of taking things that I love from when I was a kid and just ruining. Okay, them.
1: I haven't heard the theme song. Chad's pulling up. Here it is.
0: Here we go. What? Uh.
2: Uh. 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 <laughs> I'm feeling this already.
1: Trap. It's a trap <laughs> theme song for teenagers. Who years. is this? It
0: it is a collection of artists, including Juicy J, uh Wiz Khalif, Wiz Khalifa. Khalifa Khalifa. Khalifa. Yeah.
2: That's another Lollapalooza thing. You're gonna need to know uh Wiz Khalifa's name by the time you get there. Yeah, come on, Jesse.
1: Where's up. Where, <laughs> I made you a Spotify playlist.
2: Where's Biz Khalif?
1: <laughs> hey kids. Where's that wizard Khalif playing this afternoon? <laughs> wizard.
0: What, well, what really makes me sad is when I was a kid, the theme song. Well, one of the movies had a sweet theme song by Vanilla Ice. Oh yeah, that still holds up today.
1: Right. Well, I don't know about that. I no, it? I do know about that, and it's <laughs> awesome. yeah, play it, see it. Let's let's see if it holds up. Here we
0: go. See
2: now, already yeah. this is 100 percent better. Really, this needs like a trap drop though. Yeah. yeah. I just don't see how the kids are gonna get into this song. Sick scratching by the Fat Boys.
1: We're watching the music video. Everybody you know what? Who needs? You know what this is lacking? Wizard Khalif. Yeah, <laughs> old Wizard Wizard Caliph would have made this great. <laughs> oh man! All right. Wow. So that's coming out. Uh, also coming out. Uh, Step Up. All in. <laughs> it's going out. They already went to the streets. They don't. Need, they yeah. don't need to go there. Now they're going all in. Get
3: what in. number is this? It's four.
1: Yeah, probably. It's in four D too. I, I
0: think our anniversary plans changed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, it's it's the, you wear three D glasses and you smell them.
1: Gross. All right, that'll do it for entertainment releases. What Stay what tuned. Spectacular. Up next, slices. You're listening to Bleachers. The song is Rollercoaster from their album. They're going to play it, Lala, too. I'm excited. They're good. It's a dude from Fun. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's the guitarist from Fun. Yeah. yeah. He's
0: the, it's Lena Dunham's boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. We
1: we uh we played this song, uh, I Want to Get Better. This is a great song. We played that yeah. on the podcast last week. Uh, at the beginning of the podcast, you heard Betty Who with uh, Heartbreak Dream. <laughs> Cyber Isis. What do you have, Jesse?
0: All right, well, this one is very creepy, and you may have seen it making the rounds of the internet. Uh, uh, well at first, this story first popped up like two weeks ago uh, because a massive uh, crater, it's a huge hole suddenly appeared in Siberia. and it looks like something out of a science fiction movie. It, it is literally just like the earth opened up in a perfectly round hole that is hundreds of meters deep. And uh, one of the creepy things is it's at a part of Siberia known as the end of the world. So it's it's a little ominous just where the location is. Scientists aren't sure what caused it or if it's some sort of underground explosion or a meteorite. But just today, so a couple days from when you're hearing this, two more of these craters have appeared in the same area. Both of them are around the same size, about 15 meters wide. Uh, So they're just massive holes that like I said, look like something out of a science fiction movie. And scientists have pretty much no idea where they actually came from. Observers, they actually gave a couple versions. This, is, this was in the Sydney Morning Herald, said that observers gave several versions. According to the first, initially, uh, the place was smoking and there was a blight flash. Uh, and one person said they saw some sort of celestial body that fell there. So uh, researchers, it's up in like the, near the Arctic Circle, uh, are already up there, and they're trying to determine what caused these massive, awesome, creepy craters. I want to hear your theories.
3: Wait, I want to know what a celestial body means. So, so something that
1: fell from the sky. A very good-looking woman. <laughs> I
0: know. <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, my, I've been described as having a celestial right. body. <laughs> Especially when you wear those basketball shorts.
1: So are we, I mean, we're all agreed that it's, that's where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle aliens landed on earth. right? That's
0: how it
2: happens. They land in their little pods, right. out they go into the sewer, grow up, eat pizza, fight crime.
0: <laughs> Michael Bay's version of this movie would be so implausible that might as well happen.
2: Are they still? They still have the same names, right? They're still Donatello, and Michelangelo, and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, i and Donatello, I believe. So. One of one of them is named Wizard Khalif.
2: <laughs> it's Donatello, Michelangelo.
0: Okay, wait, I pro- I mispronounced one artist's name. How many? How many of these new albums hey,
2: that come? Jesse Bald Carey. Like this is what happens, man. <laughs> like you're going to Lala. The expectations are really high. If you weren't going to Lollapalooza, like me, you can say whatever you want because they don't care if you're uncool. You know hey, kids.
5: T- yeah.
1: Really <laughs> excited about that Wizard of Caliph show.
3: I
2: like it. Is that your Jesse impersonation?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard
1: you He gets very enthusiastic at a group gatherings. Okay,
3: somewhere. wait. So I'm just baffled by, like, we live in, what is it, 2014, and that there wouldn't be any – I mean, it has to be something underground because once they have seen – something coming from the sky don't can't we track all of the sky do we, do we not have video footage
0: well that's uh, what's so creepy about this I mean it looks like just a it, it, it there's like dirt surrounding it so it would make you think that something like hit it from the sky
3: and there's no but there's no like satellite how big
1: are they?
0: video feed of they're they're, they're very large like uh, uh, you know 20 yards across oh,
1: this just meteors meteorites and stuff
0: those
3: are yeah but steps- that's what I'm saying if there's no if there's no feed like That we can't see from when, like, the land was fine and then when there was a big divot.
2: I don't think there's something videotaping the world.
3: I always assumed that there was. Yeah,
1: satellite (laughs) imagery. Ronald Reagan's Star Wars program put cameras in the sky. I love one of my favorite
2: things about this show is when we start to pool our collective knowledge, and it's really clear that between all of us, there's almost nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Like none of us have any idea, really, dangerously little. (laughs) Yeah, like I heard, like everybody could like see everything, right, from like Ronald Reagan, and then we're all like, yeah, yeah, no, that sounds sounds (laughs) totally. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I feel like
3: that's a legitimate thing of like if there's satellites and it's this big, there has to be a before and. And after.
1: I mean, there's like, the people up there in the International Space Station just twirling around every 20 minutes. They, yeah, what are they keeping, doing up there? They're keeping their eye on I things. mean, they,
0: they have clipboards, and this is their, literally just, their whole job. You're saying gun. they don't know. Yeah, it's to document this type of stuff.
3: It's like the uh, crop circles. It's crop
1: circles. How do you think crop circles happen? That's what I'm talking about.
3: That's I, I think it's. I think when
0: animals die, they <laughs> they don't go to heaven, clearly. No. Theologically. They, no, they don't. They, they come back to haunt crop Fields and things like that, obviously.
2: I think those crop circles, are right? They're just the farmer, right? Just going out there.
1: I don't know. No. You can get in a wormhole of some weird... Okay,
0: what's your what? theory, Cameron? Let's hear it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But you, but you, you
0: don't open? think it's farmers.
1: To me, it's the unexplained. Yeah, we're just doing a thought experiment here.
2: You're <laughs> open to the idea that it could be like an alien? I or
0: something of
2: supernatural in nature, like some sort of magnetic field that
3: string
1: theory. I, yeah, Bingo. I'm not saying it's like here we are. I'm not George.
2: saying
0: I'm going to start saying science terms. You tell
3: that's me that's exactly you start. what I'm going to do. I'm <laughs> going to say hole. big terms that I don't know, so that people will think we're smart.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that I think aliens landed, mowed the grass, and left. That's not what I'm saying. Mm, I'm saying kind of, there's something. <laughs> Unexplainable about them. If you really look into them, and it's it's a little uncom- discomforting.
0: Okay, Kim, real quick. The way you're talking about this. Makes me think that you've spent some amount of time oh, yeah. actually looking into <laughs> There's this. There is a gleam know. in his eye so right now. So, what man. what is the preeminent theory?
1: No, no I don't have any theory. I am just saying it was Jesse. Uh, no, the, wait. The truth is, it was little more than a Google image search. Just okay. Chad right now can pop in Crocs circles and it's freaky when you see him And then I don't want to think about that stuff, so I move on to other things and watch Alfrey runs. <laughs> <laughs> would it freak
0: you out it if was there just were aliens? Too, the prospect was too terrifying.
1: It would it freak me out if it was aliens? Yeah. Well, here is what I don't get. If an alien life form, like literally there's just another, there's life on other planets, great. They traveled all the way to our planet. Yeah. For them to land again without Ronald Reagan Star Wars, us uh, seeing them land, you know, how is that happening?
2: Invisibility
0: next. Is there alien? Okay, can I, can I just, yeah. one fact. I don't think we understand Ronald Reagan Star Wars program. Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> Other than the name, I'm pretty sure I understand it. It's pretty elusive. Yeah, I
2: point. thought it was like lasers in the sky or something. It is. It is. It no. is. So okay. So so they land. laser
0: detection. I feel so, like
2: Google Google Maps has done a better job of it than exactly.
1: Ronald Reagan's Star Wars. So it so, was 1980s technology. Yeah,
3: why
0: Why are we referencing something
2: that right <laughs> there? They're all VCRs and laser discs up there? Nothing's just, been
3: like, done, done <laughs> since. Yeah. So.
1: Camcorders. So, since Google Maps. So your theory is invisible aliens come down. They land quietly in the remote area. They don't I, want to bother anybody. I think that's the most plausible. They want to mow the grass. And right. then they go, oh, that was a pretty design. In Eddie's
0: mind, like, they're up in their invisible spaceship, and there's mm-hmm. just one of them like on a sketch pad like, when you're in like, elementary school, and you're like, dude, check out this symbol. That looks pretty rad, right? I mean, here's yeah, here's yeah. the thing. So the, they the they land.
2: with all the lines connected. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so if-, if
0: you draw three circles this way, or three lines this way, three lines this way, connect them diagonally, look how sweet that S and, looks. Or
2: they're just all up there. In their ship, and they're super frustrated. They're like, "How are they not getting this?" Like we keep saying <laughs> hi, and we keep telling them how to get a hold of us. Like, Let's make it's, the symbols more it's elaborate. It's clear That'll as day. Work. We're writing it like seven hundred feet long in a crop field. Just reach out. We're
1: ready to spend so some time. So these together. are beings that can <laughs> exist in, in our together. in our ecosystem in our climate because right. we don't see these patterns on other planets. We have pictures of other planets. We don't see them. And so this is only happening on Earth. The
0: other thing is there's no farmers on other planets. Maybe <laughs> that's
2: not happening on other planets.
1: Well, because all the ones in, our, there. Here, no, in our solar system, well we have enough detailed photography that we know that there's not crop circle patterns on them. Mm-hmm. In our solar system, that's it. Okay. So they're doing it on ours. So that means that there's something that they can come down and play with our grass and they're fine. Why didn't they stay? <laughs> Why didn't they hang out? Why did they leave? Man, I think
0: we're and, wh- and why was that their only task? Right. That's why I think it's probably just farmers with too much time on their hands. Okay, but these craters—that's definitely yeah. alien. That's- no, no,
2: that's hundred percent alien. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that is- there's no question about
2: it. It's meteors. I mean, there's
1: no way.
3: But we would have seen it. That's why I think it's. I think it's underground something. Didn't you say that was a possibility, like an explosion underground? Which still Possibly. I'm baffled by. In 2014, they can't like dig a little and find out but,
0: but we they, they, they're planning on some investigations but when you see these things it's like it's hard to, they're so like perfectly round it, it'd be weird to think that uh, you know it wasn't just i don't i don't know. You know what
1: shape a meteor is round
0: exactly but
2: but because because of it because of how it is to enter earth though
0: yeah, because it's you, you, flipping yeah. and turning
2: and it gets
1: formed on the way in, but who knows what shape it was. So by the t- by the time it hits the ground, it's a little, it's a ball, and it creates a circle. Yep.
0: Do, you, do you know what aliens' favorite shapes are, other than crop circles, sweet ones? What's that? Round balls. Nailed it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs>
2: this is, if
1: Ronald Reagan I mean, taught us anything, uh-huh.
0: I mean, is that isn't that what the Star Wars thing was about?
2: <laughs> Would aliens go to heaven? That's <laughs> <laughs> that's the real question. Do they have souls?
1: Well, these are are the unexplained. I think they do. Eddie, what do you have for slices?
3: Man, that was... He hasn't had time to cram.
2: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, here's a thing. (laughs) Oh, Google.com, slice. Um, Okay, in the city of San Clemente, the number one creepiest thing I've ever heard uh, has happened. So, this sweet old lady... Um, had a bunch of dolls
5: in her her house.
2: (laughs) This really had a bunch of old dolls that she had been collecting in her house. And she goes to the local church, and she decided to get rid of the dolls. So you would think, okay, that's a sweet thing for her to do. Here's how she decided to get rid of the dolls. She decided to take and put them on the doorstep... Of kids' houses, and she would put a doll that looked like the kid that lived in the house. No, she would put that doll on the doorstep. No. So these people are opening the door in San Clemente, <laughs> opening the door, and there is a doll that looks like their child sitting on the porch with. No, and that's frowned upon with no notes <laughs> and no explanation, right? All, a used
3: doll, no less. Oh yeah, very
2: old used doll with like those you know weird foggy eyes, just staring at you. But, but and, like the human
1: hair. Oh no no no
2: yeah! Because old dolls
1: are so weird. Yeah. They like
2: one eyes. Open. You always think like, did that just blink? Did it- my, when <laughs> I was
1: really little, my grandmother made a like doll slash stuffed animal. It's not a stuffed animal; it's a doll of, of me. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Oh
5: my what? god! How gave weird!
1: Gave it to me. Was it like a my
2: buddy? Where except is it? it was like it was, it was it
1: was like cabbage patch doll era and my buddy. Yeah. and she made one for me that looked like me. Oh. Yeah, did it was, you
3: get made fun of because you couldn't afford the real
1: kind? The real, my buddy. I think you get made fun of. I mean, just our economic situation wasn't something. to okay. mock. I settle, mean, settle down. My <laughs> grandmother grew up in the Depression, and she was a ministry family. They didn't have much money, so she made our toys. So, so her
0: main <laughs> possession was corn husk that were made into a Cameron doll. Yeah.
1: No, she had seven kids and like thirty grandkids. She couldn't afford to buy us all presents, so she put time and effort into making them for us. It was that. Wait, where is, is
3: it? today? I
2: don't know. Is that the moment you realize you were your only friend? <laughs> no. I will be. I'm
0: alone. <laughs> it's just me and you, mini doll
2: me. Cameron? <laughs> you just like have them sitting at a desk and you're like, you're doing such a good job with your magazine. I'm proud of you, little Cameron. <laughs> you do also
0: has this story, a lot of serial killers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would love to see that doll. I, yeah, I, I, I think
3: I, it exists and I think you're acting like you don't know where it is.
1: I don't know where it is, but I do think it exists in my parents attic or something because you don't throw that away if grandma made it you know so my mom would have probably held on to it we got it we got it i think i can find it the, i remember the eyes the eyes were painted and they were really creepy they
0: followed i remember the eyes they followed you wherever you went
1: <laughs> and like you would
2: wake up and it would like be smirking and then by the like sometimes it'd be frowning but there's no explanation <laughs> well, why. And and it was
0: and like and i could have sworn i left you on the bookshelf not right beside me on my pillow <laughs>
1: It <laughs> knew my thought life, and it was my oh. conscience, and oh. so I'd frown if I had bad thoughts.
2: Anyhow, so uh, as you can imagine, people are opening their doors, seeing dolls uh, that look like their children uh, on the front porch with no note. There's no note that even says, like, hey, I thought you'd enjoy this. Love the old lady. Well, I mean, she'd probably use her name. Love but the you old know. Lady. Old Lady Edith (laughs) or whatever.
1: Wizard Khalif.
2: So they immediately began to call detectives. Detectives did a whole long search and finally found out that it was this lady and she is mortified. Like she was so embarrassed and really apologetic. She never thought she thought she was just leaving gifts. Um, And she said that in retrospect, I probably should have left a note by the dolls. Um, But all that to say, um, I still, though, if you walk out on your front porch and there's a doll out there that looks like your kid, you still need to call the police. <laughs> I think, but the, the
0: police said that you know technically there was no crime here, so you know right. don't, they they, no they should than, not even been involved.
1: No different than Santa Claus leaving yeah. presents for the children. Why is it okay for him, Eddie? Did Santa Claus? Did, Santa, Santa Claus
3: doesn't give used toys.
1: Right. We don't know. It look
2: like you. Only your grandma <laughs> and Santa Claus do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you have, Joy?
3: Um. Well. I have an article, but before I just want to say uh, I need to confess. Last week when I talked about the scratching that made of cats that made you like love your cat more,
1: yeah,
3: it wasn't scratching. Yeah, it's,
1: Twitter was, corrected you.
3: Yeah, and then I looked up the old article that I read. It was in um, the Atlantic from 2012, and it's called "Your Cat Will Make You Crazy." And it's actually from fecal matter, not scratching. But
2: well, that's disgusting.
1: Well, but they probably scratch, you know, in their litter boxes. They get some fecal matter in their toenails, and then they scratch you. Yuck, man! Thank you,
3: Cameron. So I wasn't really lying. No. I think, yeah, because I, I truly the first time I heard it from someone was word of mouth, and they said something about scratching. But it is really crazy. Like it is, it makes when when it gets into the brain, like it creates a parasite. Rats, literally, that have the parasite love the smell of cat urine and the, the rats that don't don't like the smell. And they're saying now that it is in humans, they're finding it in humans. And what's really weird is that it's, it's in like, they're like, don't worry about it. It's only in 10 to 20% of Americans, but it's in 55% of French people. So I don't know what it is (laughs) with the French, but not kind of crazy.
1: Wait. Yeah. So this disease The parasite parasite
3: and they're okay. So the guy who's done all the research is also known as being a little bit crazy. So the article kind of is saying that he wasn't totally accepted in the science community. But now he's starting to get recognized because he felt like he had it himself. It's a really long article, and I tried to skim it again this morning. But there's a lot of yeah.
1: There's our crack reporting right there. It's a long article. It was just like it was like (laughs) two thousand words. Like who has time for
2: that?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, just read it. It's fascinating. But basically, we're all going crazy. Is
0: this not your slice?
2: No. No. Moving on. Oh, this is your. I felt
3: like I needed to confess. Should that be we can we can end? But most science things
0: that I read on the internet, if if they're not in the form of a list with lots of uh, animated gifs. Breaking
2: yeah. them up, I'm not reading it all. Yeah, <laughs> I I write jokes into the end of uh, uh, the advice column, and I just basically just start doing like that Latin stuff that you see on like blank pages. Ipsum, salam. Yeah, morum no one, ipsum. no one's ever commented. No, <laughs> great article, thumbs up, we love it. Good advice. <laughs>
3: okay, well I'll I'll do my slice real quick. It was just this article that actually because I posted on Facebook, I asked people for weird articles, and. Um, some guy sent me this one where in Montreal, Canada, this woman was on a subway and um, people started videotaping her. But basically she was like um, de-plucking a a bird or goose or something like that because she was really excited to eat it, she claims, because apparently she like finally stood up for herself because people were going nuts because people thought she was actually eating the bird, like the raw bird. Um, But then she like comes back and she's like, I was so happy that I didn't care where I was at the moment, but all I have to say is that I ain't crazy. Um, And so she said, it's their own fault. They were watching and disgusted. I couldn't wait to go home so I can put it in a big pan with onions and mushrooms. (laughs) But what's happening is she's just like, she really was on the subway and she was so excited to eat that she just started the cooking process. And the base, the main thing is that the authorities in Canada are trying to figure out if she should be charged with disturbing the peace or not. So I liked that story.
0: <laughs> it takes a lot of gusto.
1: Has it ever crossed your mind to do something similar?
3: Now, now, yeah. Like, I mean, why Why wait? She, she just, just wanted mul- to prep.
1: She's just multitasking. Right.
0: Yeah. I have a friend who is really into like sustainable food, you know? And he mm-hmm. decided, he lives like in a suburban uh, uh, neighborhood, and he decided to put a chicken coop in his backyard, right? Yeah. And, and, and harvest his own eggs, like Kramer, okay? Like not sweatshop, like yeah, all of
1: Portland. Yeah, you're describing every person in Portland.
0: Okay, so uh, uh, egg production was a little low. Uh, uh, only had a couple, and he's got he's got a couple little kids too. He wakes he wakes up one morning, and he describes it like this: It looks like someone got about ten feather pillows and busted them all over his backyard. Oh no! <laughs> this is after the investment of the coop and the chickens and the feed and, and all, and, and, and like three eggs. Okay, of like months of work to get them there, and th- this is where it gets tragic. None of the chickens had heads. Oh no. my gosh! I guess apparently that's what a raccoon got to him, and and the whole the whole thing was a disaster. So all that to say is if this person got their chicken to the level of where it can be eaten, where it wasn't eaten by some sort of uh uh, uh you know rodent or something, then maybe that's why she was so happy.
3: Yeah, I mean she was she. You can see the video. Literally, she just has the goose like on the floor of the subway, sitting on a plastic bag, and she's just plucking away. Um, but on that chickens in your backyard, like I said, everyone in Portland has that or like every 10th house. And they actually just had to like, um, encourage, uh, chicken owners to stop kissing their chickens on the lips. Like everybody legitimately loves their chickens. They're like pets because people were getting so sick and they were getting mouth sores from kissing their chickens.
1: God almighty. (laughs) What is Portland? (laughs) A beautiful,
3: magical place
1: (laughs) Alright, well that'll do it for Slices Uh, Stay tuned Coming up next, Tadashi Listening to Hozier, the song is from Eden. Great album, by the way. You need to go check that one out. Hozier, H O Z I E R. Well, this week's uh, interview segment is brought to you by our favorite smart snacking company in all the world, Nature Box. Uh, I love that. Na- <laughs> Can
3: I just say that um, the first podcast that you guys had me on, I wasn't on till the very end. And so my dad was like listening to it and he like didn't get to my part. Um, and my mom was, he was like,
0: I've like, had I, I, enough, I can, <laughs> I can not literally make it one
3: more minute. This is it.
0: just too
2: dumb for words. <laughs> so, right. no, he's obsessed
3: <laughs> with you guys. He loves it. Um, but he had o- one day he had only like gotten through like 45 minutes and then he had to stop. And my mom's like, "Yeah, your dad hasn't gotten to your part yet, but he's texted me twice about those nature box things he wants to <laughs> order. <laughs> so we actually have them now, and then we, we got them yesterday, and we opened every single bag to like try. Oh yeah, the,
1: you got to do the mystery bag grab. Well, thing. that's the first one is a discovery box.
2: Yeah, and then after that, you can go online and like. But they can all be discovery boxes. Yeah, that's what I like because I get lo- I would get locked into those little uh, oh man little peanut butter bite things. Yeah. You got to go discovery. Yeah. You got to let yourself be free in the nature box.
1: So what nature box is, each month <laughs> you can get a box of delicious snacks shipped to your door. They're, and they're not just any snacks. They're the real deal. No uh, high fructose corn syrup, no uh, hydrogenated oils, no artificial flavors or colors. They're smarter snacks. Uh, they face strict quality standards and are nutritionist approved. And nothing gets by them. Jesse, this might be a good uh, product for you to
2: invest some money in because a lot of the things that they don't have are the things that you only
0: have. In <laughs> I say this when I buy Trail Mix at the grocery store, it's only the kind that are like half chocolate chip.
1: Oh, Jesse. <laughs> You're Listen, dried fruits, whole wheat fig bars, all kinds yeah. of granola, savory or sweet, anything you want, you can uh, get it at naturebox.com. Well, here's the deal relevant podcast listeners, NatureBox is bringing you a crazy good deal. If you go to naturebox.com slash relevant, you get 50% off your first order. Uh, it's it's time to get snacks so you can feel good about. NatureBox.com slash R-E-L-E-V-A-N-T. No promo code. You just go to that URL, no promo code. So yeah. NatureBox, you won't regret it.
2: I will say too, Chad, I'm not uh, still kind of trying to dial in what it is that you do for on the podcast. Um, <laughs> and one of the things is when we talk about NatureBox, I expect to have a NatureBox here. Yeah, there's
1: not one in the studio yeah, today. I
2: am hungry and angry right now. I'm <laughs> He's angry. I'm angry. That's the are worst ge- kind. Things are getting dark. He's literally because his blood sugar's dropping, like his vision is going dark. I have not eaten since
1: breakfast, and it's almost lunchtime.
0: <laughs> I haven't eaten since his, that meatball sub for breakfast. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Tadashi is an artist uh, and part of the One Sixteen Click, the rappers on Reach Records. With so I'm in, it's I'm like in that. Lecrae, Show Baraka, Me. Andy Minio, Eddie, Wiz, Wiz Khalif, <laughs> Wizard Khalif. <laughs> um he has a new album out uh this year a blow paradise which we talked to him about and we have a story in the current issue of relevant the album focuses on his last year which dealt with the spiritual struggle following the death of his one-year-old son in a car crash it's just an unbelievable story that we get into and relevant in the current issue really you guys need to find it online or in newsstands or on the ipad or whatever you need to read this article it's really powerful well, our very own Tyler Huckabee recently spoke to him. Here is Tadashi.
6: You know what I've been through. Lost it all in my wrist dude. Trouble, when it rains, it floods. In my pain, no, it ain't all good. No, but I tell them this, I'm a witness that everything gets made new. So tell them, dog I...
4: First thing I wanted to, to ask you about was actually the, the title, "Below Paradise." Can you tell me the story of how you uh, how you came up with that?
7: Okay, um, "Below Paradise" was, I guess, the easiest way and the most obvious way to describe the album. Um, with, with album titles, I try to sometimes be—I don't know—deep maybe the word. <laughs> like I'm always like, oh, let me get let me come up with a title that uh, means more than one thing, like "Black Light" or "Identity Crisis" or. Whatever, but this this was really just something that that fit where my heart was. Um, Last year, March last year, my uh, one year old son passed, and and honestly, I guess for me, even though I was aware that people go through hard times, Christians suffer, and the Bible even speaks of suffering. At some point, it it really does kind of feel like something they go through, Um, and then when you go through it, it kind of becomes. Uh, in your face reality that this is a this is a a a world that falls far short uh, of what eternity promises and so um the low paradise is kind of fit that
3: you don't know what i've been through don't judge me because you got a
6: past too i know you don't know but he knows he knows he knows Watching this, Sam doing the fooling. it's obvious Sam losing it too like property They ruin my mood with this gossipin' hating this in the heat of the moment where Satan is accusing me of nothing that's a bait and switch Making this hard for a person in this place to live my god I'm working like I ain't got nothing Can load you might drop something you can't hide So stop running I got it a lie that we tell ourselves and i guess it's hard for you to ask for help but in that moment that's when you fail once living ain't judging but it's standing like they ain't done nothing i make no excuse but i refuse to lose some dudes without a clue what i've been through from where i'm coming no lie i should have been done in i'm working at it i ain't perfect at it and i say this every time
4: well, i you that a little bit obviously you went through like the worst nightmare man yeah and as far as the uh your initial journey how how things started out immediately after he passed to, to now what's that journey been like or, or how is your relationship uh just your understanding of the world around you and your relationship with god how has it changed from from then to now
7: the official response just initially was you know just immediate overwhelming grief and, and sadness there there's definitely a, um, a an almost indescribable emotion i, I don't a sadness and grief put it in context, but doesn't really convey fully what you feel and, you know, just how you're able to emote in that moment. And so, you know, plenty of tears and a lot of um, heartache and, and disappointment and, you know, missing someone. And honestly, um, life in that moment felt fleeting and death's permanence just hit home. I, I know that 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 may Seem weird for Christians to have that attitude, but unless Jesus shows up and does something miraculous, um, I won't see Him again until eternity. And so that was kind of the, the permanence that I saw of okay, all right, God alone controls this area of life, and there's nothing I can do about it. And I think that was the the, the feeling that that came soon after helplessness. And in that helplessness, it drove me to God but probably three or four months after the fact it drove me to a place of frustration it was like man lord i it's hard to reconcile a loving god yet allowing suffering and so the two without a proper biblical worldview i guess just don't go together and for a season i was like these don't go together and i don't get it and i don't want to get it and i'd rather kind of just move on and and then from moving and then realizing moving on just doesn't really it's not really a reality it's kind of a a false reality we live in and so facing things you begin to go i have to reconcile what what god says with what happened and who god is and has always been with what is currently and and those two things are just hard to do
6: my pain been real, no pretend you can feel I appreciate your press, but I'm keeping it real Kitchen, I'm sketching and gripping the steel Hand in my pain and it's keeping it concealed Mad at the world and I'm ready to kill Hollering in pain and they letting me live Making me sick and they calling me ill The mood that I'm in, I doubt you can feel No lie, testify Left hand on the Bible, right hand to the sky My days be long, nights seem long Calling to help and nobody is home All by myself and I feel so alone Cold world, yeah and I know it's for sure Worst day of my life and it's just getting better Asking them why and why I'm looking for answers
4: there's a lot of people out there there's gonna be a lot of people who listen to this album who, who have experienced a, a lot of a lot of loss and, mm-hmm. and there's people who have heard that who, who've been through similar situations and that's probably caused them to, to give up on God or at least give up the on the idea of a loving God um, mm-hmm. What do you think what do you think when they hear this album what do you think their takeaway would be or, or what do you hope their takeaway would be?
7: My hope, as far as their takeaway is concerned, uh, my hope is that people would be able to at least begin to admit um, the reality that we truly live in. I think, uh, like after my son passed, I think people wanted to love me, but they only knew how to respond in a way that that ultimately considered them, I think, um, if I'm saying it correctly, it's hard for people to kind of walk into a room and see somebody crying and not want to run yeah. or walk into a room and see somebody crying and not want to fix it and i think those are the two main responses and so people would either go hey i'll be back later which kind of broke fellowship or hey it's going to be okay you don't have to cry and and honestly to me that was a response motivated by their feelings their their understanding and not necessarily consideration of where i was and so people say phrases like man it's all good like it's all good or you know man everything's good everything's going to work out for the for the good and um kind of paraphrase a a scripture in in context of of paul's (laughs) speaking to a church who's being who's suffering and it's just funny um but ultimately I'm just hoping that people will walk away and, one, admit the awareness that is there or accept, become aware and accept the reality that's there, that um, this world can be a hard place, and for many people it is. And for those that that are going through something that they won't try to um, cliche or cliche their way out of or belittle what they're in, Um, one of the beauties of who God is, I just look at david that's what i've been looking at recently and and even reading some of lamentations and we have a god who sits in the mess with you who meets you where you are and then sits in it with you even though you may have in the process offended him or been offended by him um he he embraces you where you are meets you where you are abides with you in it and 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 then here's the beauty of faith my faith is strong enough and my love and his love for me is strong enough, I can be as honest with him as I need to be, and and he's okay with it. And then the beauty of that is when I am honest with him, it, it's almost like he, he loves on me harder. Um and I just think of David and, and all the things that he went through. If you read through the Psalms or if you if you look at his issues with Saul and you just go, Man, I don't I don't know of a person who had greater ups and downs. I mean, granted, there are many pictures of extremes in, in Scripture, but David went through so much ups and downs in emotion, um, and emotion, and he, he bore his soul before the Lord. He, he was bare before the Lord with all of his truth, all of his emotion, um, and that was a guy who was after God's own heart. And so I've just been motivated in this season um, a year, a little over a year later um even though I'm still dealing with everything to be to just bear my heart before the Lord because he can take it. And 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 even before I knew to do that he took me in. So
1: that was Tadashi. Make sure to check out his new album Below Paradise in his uh, article in the current issue of relevant. listen to sharon van etten songs taking chances all right and and to celebrate to memorialize you know the 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 moment in our nation's history where sharknado 2 the second one came out this week on wednesday jesse has prepared a special shark themed game take it away jesse
0: so, this game is called Redeeming Shark Week. Uh, we're, about, we're about redemption stories. Strong,
2: feeling, strong feelings last year about Shark Week.
0: I, I, I Shark Week, one of my favorite weeks of all time, ever since I was a little kid, is dead to me. Uh, the Discovery Channel week-long programming block dedicated to sweet shark documentaries that have, you know, even when it devolved into most of the documentaries uh, uh, showcase scientists punching sharks, I was still okay with that. <laughs> like, the evolution of Shark Week was... First, they would kind of put boats around and look at sharks in the water. Then dudes were in cages, and then, like, people got sick of that because shark cages weren't cool anymore, and then they just literally started punching them. I was cool with that up until last year when they faked viewers out with a documentary, a fake documentary about a megalodon, a fictional shark, which they didn't even tell people was fictional. They totally juked uh, 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 their whole audience. They're dead to me. They jumped the shark. So we're redeeming it this week with a game that I like to call Redeeming Shark Week.
1: So so wow. the, the the And that show, was actually a clip from last year's show. The show, <laughs> the show on the sci-fi network of Sharknado 2, the second one, mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the you just want to use that opportunity to rail against Discovery Channel and Shark Week.
0: That's <laughs> true, but this this game does have to do with Sharknado and stuff. Okay, so okay. Uh, right. I just had to vent. Yeah, right. I'm you still gotta, very furious. So the it. game
1: will be played against Joy and our listeners, uh, we we just tweeted the phone number. People are calling in. We chat is very which, stressed out. Which I'd like out. to
3: say I had no prep time other than the tweet that I saw go out I'll right before prepare we recording, you for this, Joy. And I immediately googled shark .com, uh, which will take you to Greg Norman's official site. So mm. I really didn't get a lot of facts before this began.
1: It's going to be helpful. She's, gonna, she's brushing up on all of her aging yeah. golfer facts.
2: It's good to know about Greg Norman. Uh, um, he was kind of. He would choke at the end of most of the Masters or large tournaments. He was, you know, it's good to know. You, this. you don't
1: want that in your Sharknado. Mm-hmm. All right. So people will call in. We'll do what we've been doing the last few times. We'll just say hi, and uh, re- we're selecting them at random. Yeah, we so have no all, idea who this is. If
2: it's all guys, it's just because they got through it. It's not like we can see gender yeah. on Skype.
3: All guys with beards. It's cool.
1: oh. and they're all they go- they are inundating the line A to of- the chance to talk to Joy. Here we go. Hello,
7: hello, hello. Are, uh, are you single? Nice this is Braxton from Texas. Hey, there you go. I didn't even hey, ask. Braxton. He
1: just hey Braxton. So, are you single, Braxton? <laughs>
7: I'm actually married and have a child. Oh, All right.
1: Next, next call this is not helping out Joy. All right, here we go. But congratulations. Uh, welcome to the game. Uh, you are going against Joy Egrich. Uh, Jesse, take it away.
0: All right, uh, Braxton. Uh, this is a shark theme game. So I'm gonna ask you a question. You have a multiple choice you have multiple choice answers. So here you go. Prepare to learn something about real sharks. I uh, great, I'm excited. Which of the following films feature a cameo by Conan O'Brien? Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus, Ghost Shark 2 Urban Jaws, Sharktopus vs. Paracuda, or Sharknado 2, the second one? One of them features a cameo by Conan O'Brien. Which one is it?
7: Oh, that's awesome. I hope all four of them. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Mega Shark.
0: I'm sorry, uh, Mega Shark versus uh, giant octopus does not have Conan and Brian. The correct answer is Sharktopus versus Paracuda. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's That's
7: what? I, I will guess. be renting that promptly and watching it, and will put a full review on Amazon. Yeah, it's I that
0: be- would be a very—I <laughs> could not think of a better way for you to spend uh, two hours of your afternoon.
7: <laughs> I, yeah, well and well invested, sir. <laughs> you gentlemen, enjoy. God bless Texas. Day. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Woo! God bless you. <laughs> Okay, settle
0: down.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Hey,
5: so
3: how does this work? Do I not get a guess? Now
1: you get, to yeah, you now get you, to now a now question. you get a question. The, yep. Their first round is they go once, the listeners. They got zero. Now you have the opportunity oh, of getting see, a point. I see, I see. You know how games go the back and forth. The way this works is you get a little more. I was more... on The
3: Price is Right, guys. Don't want to brag.
1: Whoa, what? we're going to come back to were that. Were you really? Hold on. I just we're going to come back to that. Write that down. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Joy's question.
0: Okay, uh, Joy, this is, uh, uh, so you said you brush up on shark trivia, like, re- about real sharks.
3: Well, I, I Wikipedia'd it for a second after going to Greg Norman's site on accident, um, well, but I, I don't I, know much.
0: I feel hesitant because you'll probably get the answer to this if you learned about shark stuff. In the 2012 film Jersey Shore Shark Attack, a famous boy band member makes a brief appearance and is eaten by a shark that jumps out of the ocean while preparing to perform a concert. Chad, can we play a clip, please? All right.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen.
1: It's so great to be here at Seaside Heights. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ladies, this one's for you. <laughs>
5: Okay.
0: Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. wow. I think I think there, I think even though you couldn't see what happened, it's it's far too graphically violent to play on anything <laughs> associated with relevant. Uh, but the audio did it justice. I feel like so was that voice you heard? Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys, Joey Fatone of In Sync, O Town's Ashley Parker Angel, or Jordan Knight of New Kids on the Block.
1: You know Joey's name is spelled Fat One.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll go with Joey Fat One.
0: Jack, can you finish the clip, please?
3: Oh! Joey Fatone just got eaten by
5: his shark. Yes! <laughs> nice
2: job, Joy. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's get
1: another eligible right. bachelor on the phone. Here let's we go. go. Hello? Hello? Who are we talking to?
7: This is Chuck. Chuck, where are you from? I'm
1: from Mount Dora, Florida. Mount Dora, Florida. Why didn't
2: you just come in and...
1: You could have just driven quicker. down.
0: <laughs> you're so I know. We're on the block. We should hang
2: out sometime. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, um, I don't really hang out with anybody. Chuck, are you Do you have a, are you sing, are you single or are you with a family? <laughs> I'm with a family. Well, good for you. Yes, Bad for families. Joy. Sorry, Joy.
1: You're
0: really not screening as well. <laughs> Eddie's playing math maker here, Chuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jesse's going to ask you a question uh, for our game that you're playing against Joy. Here we go awesome
0: all right Chuck which of the following things are more are you more likely to die from than an actual shark attack a falling vending machine bees falling out of bed coconuts or all of the above
1: (laughs) now is this an average human or is this you Jesse Carey
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah or is this or is this Chuck in Mount Dora because Florida's a weird place
0: yeah, I, you know, I didn't factor in that the caller would be from Florida, so uh, uh, just think of yourself as the average American. How about that? Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to say bees.
1: Ooh.
0: The correct answer is all of the above. Uh, vending machines kill more people in this country than sharks do.
1: Yeah. Falling out of bed uh-huh. is the one that surprises me.
0: That's actually the highest on the list. Uh, there are like 450 people a year die from falling out of a bed. Is it what? like really,
1: really old That's people? That's just natural yeah, selection. Yeah, I
0: think, I, think I think it's people that had were probably, <laughs> probably had other health problems, but the bedfall did a man. I shouldn't yeah, make a, a joke They're that.
1: laying in bed. They had a heart attack. They're writhing and rolling around. They fall. <laughs> they young, die.
0: Young Jesse Carey fell out of the second
1: story. Yeah, I mean, bed. mine
0: was mine almost killed two people. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> and he made it.
1: All right, thanks for calling. Thanks, All right. Chuck. J- enjoy Europe.
0: Do you hear that sound, Chad? Uh, I'm going to need you in post to put in a shark sound right Uh-oh. here. So we're entering into the indie rock band or awesome shark round. All right, Joy. I'm going to. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to tell you a name. You have to tell me if it's the name of a shark or an indie rock band. Uh, cookie Cutter. One word is Cookie Cutter. A shark or an indie band? Indie band. It is a shark, I'm afraid. Ah! Classic joy. Also known as a cigar shark.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah, a, you're time. learning all kinds of shark stuff more than you learn on Lame Old Shark Week.
1: What's the score? Joy one, listeners zero. All right, next one. Hello. Hey, this is Tyler from Atlanta. What's up? Wow, he's prepared. You're awesome. Tyler, are you, what's are, up, man? Tyler, are you
2: single or are you with a family? Are you married? I guess we.
4: I am single
0: and I am. If i not on work right now. Uh,
1: Joy Egerich would like to know if you have a beard. <laughs>
0: yes. yes. Do I have a beard? I cannot grow a beard. I've been trying for 24 years and still have Next nothing. There <laughs> t- <laughs> it's,
2: it's okay. It's okay. Are you looking for a nice Proverbs 31 woman? Because we've got Joy here on the phone. <laughs>
4: You know, that, that's really
1: what I look for is a nice Proverbs 31. God bless you. <laughs> you got, man, you, like, the you, first 14 you verses know, You know what you got to stay away from? Those problem—those Proverbs 32 women. Ooh, yeah. yeah. You don't <laughs> even talk about them. Whew, yeah. live life yeah. on the I don't want to get into
4: the thirty-three. You know, that's... <laughs> <Well, I mean, laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, you're done. Yeah. That Let's was, be reasonable was here. Dark talk.
0: Tyler, yeah. I'm sorry. All right.
4: All right so, uh, <laughs> so
1: uh, Jesse's going to ask you a multiple choice question, and uh, you're playing against Joy for our shark game. Here it is.
0: All right, Tyler, we're in, the, we're in the Indie Rock Band or Awesome Shark round. Uh, you have to tell me, is Crowbar, is there a Crowbar shark, or is Crowbar the name of an indie band? Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, crowbar is the name of a shark. It's an indie band, I'm afraid. I'm okay, sorry. Oh, I'm never going to listen to
2: them. Send Joy a direct message and see me. what we can get working out here.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll do that. I, I got a bone to pick with Jesse real quick, though. Oh, okay. please, let's yes. Hear, let's, let's lay this out, man. All right. No, no, no hey, a couple weeks ago, a, a listener sent you a, a slice, and his name was Tyler Law. And my name's Tyler Law, and I didn't send you that slice, so I was very upset. So... I just want to let you know that. Can you imagine okay.
1: that there's two people in America with the exact same name,
0: I th- Tyler? I think you need to take this up with this other Tyler Law. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can you? Can well, you obviously have the information. Can you afford that to me? Oh, it, it's on its way right now. Yeah, it just
2: happened. <laughs> okay, it,
0: Tyler, you know what I think happened, man? I think someone might have stolen your identity. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> seriously. The weirdest identity thief ever.
1: All right, let's move on.
0: All right, Joy, I'm going to give you one more in the indie rock band or awesome shark name round because it's fifty-fifty chance, and and uh, this could help you you get ahead. Bonnet Head, Bonnet Head is Bonnet Head uh, one word? Is it a shark or an indie band? Shark. You are correct. Yeah. Wow.
1: Two nothing.
3: I have a poster of a Bonnet Head in my room. You love Bonnet Head so much.
1: And <laughs> Bonnet Head, the name of the your favorite Mumu.
3: <laughs> yes she
1: calls it bonnet
0: <laughs> so can we get a what's the score at this point? Two zero. Two zero. Oh wow hello hello
1: who are we talking to hi
6: this is drew where are you from, from, from?
1: Birmingham. Ooh, birmingham
2: birmingham uh eddie has a question for you um drew what uh what's the what's are you single
0: <laughs> I, am i single yes uh yes actually i just got engaged with
1: saturday well the
2: answer is no just not, you're not just, single then just for future just so that you understand that question more clearly you're not single anymore <laughs> you haven't been single since you started dating so you're engaged yes <laughs> when are you getting married
3: um probably like june next year
2: do you have an officiant for your wedding <laughs> and can you commit right now to having the first relevant podcast wedding which we haven't talked about in a while but i think it's time
0: to bring back up <laughs> Don't don't um, don't ask your fiance. Don't do that. Don't just be make, the just
3: man. Make the her. That, let yeah. that be her wedding I'm, gift. You know what? I'm I'm the spiritual leader, and so I'm yes. going to go ahead and and just make that commitment. Yep. Now,
2: yeah. If she respects you and she respects your authority, and you're going to be the head of that household, <laughs> you are going to make that happen.
1: So we
2: can't right. we can't wait, man. Congratulations on being engaged.
1: All <laughs> right. So you're playing our start game against Joy. Here's the question.
0: All right, so uh, you have to tell me, this is a multiple choice question. I'm going to read you the tagline from a film in the list of five films. You have to tell me which one is it the actual uh, tagline for. Here it is. <laughs> when he began fusing human and shark DNA, his colleagues laughed at him. Now his creation is taking his revenge, and they aren't laughing anymore. <laughs> that is the tagline for one of the following films. Hammerhead Shark Frenzy, Devil Fish cruel jaws bait or shark Knight 3d those are all actual films which one is uh, that the tagline for I, um yeah, i'm gonna go with fate i'm sorry the correct answer is hammerhead shark frenzy
2: good luck with your engagement man i hope it goes well thank
3: remember right. that you're not single
2: yeah just that's yes
3: i'm not no i'm not single <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> it was still really fun having you on the show and good luck seriously with being married
3: all right
1: you're gonna thank do great you.
3: thank you Snably, you've only answered calls from one and a half single men, and none of them have beards.
1: I'm <laughs> still thinking about the the non-bearded guy. He said he's been trying for 24 years to grow a beard, and he's been unsuccessful. So is he in his 40s, right? Or is he in his 30s? <laughs> or birth. is he at birth? Did he yeah. started
0: from birth. Yeah.
3: Okay, I'm ready for my next question. Okay,
0: uh, Chad, can you play up a, a, a bit of the song Shark Attack?
1: Yeah, that was uh, uh, early from Wizard Khalif. Was,
0: <laughs> jo- Joy, I'm going to give you a multiple uh, choice on what the band is called. Do not mispronounce it uh, because it will not be edited out.
3: Um. <laughs> I'm just going to repeat what you say so there's a good chance I will be mispronouncing it.
2: <laughs> oh, <snap>. Zing. Dang. <laughs> Lala. you kind of regretting that Lala choice, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're leaving behind the sweet folksy one and taking the hurtful
0: one. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> Net, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna ask you a really hard shark attack. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh no! That, I want to guess the name. How many bones do sharks have? Joy? How many bones? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> they have zero. They're cartilage. Next. Next user. Okay. No, no. I'll give you the multiple choice for that. For that catchy tune called Shark Attack. All right. Is it uh, <laughs> Peter Peter Bjorn and John? Did I pronounce that right? Is it Bjorn? It's. I think it's Baby Bjorn. <laughs> it's it so so Baby Bjorn and, Bjorn and John. Yeah. Group love. Clap your hand, say yeah, or okay, go. Group love. You are correct. Wow.
1: Joy's running away with this thing.
3: Three zero. Sorry, right? America. Yeah,
1: three. Three zero. All right. Hello. Hello. Uh, who's this? This is Tiffany. Tiffany, Tiffany. Our, <laughs> our first female <laughs> contestant, calling contestant. This is amazing.
2: That is really exciting. Tiffany, where are you from?
3: I am from Indianapolis. What do you do there? I am in IT for a retirement services company.
2: You are literally the first non male youth director we've had on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just like I'm a youth director. I'm hanging out. Like you have a real job. You
0: know, I, I hate to burst your bubble, but I used
5: to be a youth pastor.
2: Uh, <laughs> 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 you have to. Well, that's really fun. Um, well, welcome to the show. You are our first female contestant.
1: All right. Thank well, you. Jesse is gonna ask you a question about sharks. Here it is. You're playing right, against Joy. Um,
0: <laughs> I hope you're very knowledgeable about marine biology, because that knowledge will help during this question. I'm going to play audio uh, from a film trailer uh, that you're going to get a clip from, and I'm going to name, uh, give you a multiple choice uh, selection of what the film is. Chad, can we please play the clip? What was that?
1: Something in the water is hot.
5: What is
4: that thing? We drilled too deep, unleashed a predator we haven't seen 200 million years.
0: <laughs> I, I can tell you're excited to see that movie. Wow, I'm just, I can't even, I can't even. I hope you've canceled your weekend plans just after hearing that 30 I second did. clip. I did. All right. So, does that does that uh, trailer belong to which of the following films? Swamp and these are all f- actual movies: Swamp Shark, Attack of Jurassic Shark, Dino Shark, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus, <laughs> or Avalanche Sharks. Ooh, uh, what was the third option? Mega Shark. Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. You know, it's a really tough one, but I'm going to go with that one. I'm, so, I'm sorry, the correct answer is attack of the Jurassic shark. Oh. See, I should have gone with my gut. That's, I that's, a, that's the lesson you take away from this, if anything. People,
1: people in Indiana <laughs> yeah, go exactly. with their gut.
0: Yeah, that's, you're good people that you got to shoot from the hip on this kind of stuff, you yeah. know? I know. I blew it. I can't believe it. <laughs> All
1: right. Thanks for calling. Take Thanks. care. All right. Thanks. All right, Joy, your question.
0: Uh, all right, this is uh, uh, final. We're going to take us home on one more uh, indie band or awesome shark name. Joy, you got a 50-50 shot. Is, it, is the following an indie rock band or an awesome shark name? Little Dragon.
3: Indie rock band. You are correct. Wow. Of course. They're playing at Lollapalooza.
1: <laughs> last Last round, these questions, these questions are going to be worth 17 points each. All right, here we go. <laughs> Hello?
6: Hi.
3: Hi, Hello. Hi. who's this? It's Tracy again. Tracy,
1: Tracy,
0: it's good to see you. We thought we lost you, Tracy.
3: I can't believe I got through twice in one day. All right,
1: so for listeners who uh, we edited, uh, Tracy called in. We were talking to her for a split second, and then the phone dropped, so she's back.
2: Yes. Tracy lives nowhere. You guys are like missionaries, (laughs) right, that travel around the country? No, that's sort of right. We help churches with their
3: technology and social media. There
1: you go. well you're playing a shark game. So right up your alley. Yes. Against Joy Egrich. here is your question.
0: All right, Tracy, is the following an indie rock band or an awesome shark name? Rusty Carpet. Rusty Carpet, a shark or an indie band?
3: Like the real name of a shark or someone
0: nicknamed a shark? Oh, uh, like-, like is is there such thing as a Rusty Carpet shark? Oh, I see.
2: Are you saying, like, oh, my buddy's shark, old
0: rusty carpet? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, it, Yeah, this is the name of a shark that someone has in their aquarium. No, no, like no. a kind of shark.
3: It's a indie band.
0: I'm, I'm sorry, there is a rusty carpet shark. Tracy, wow!
2: I'm so sorry, yeah, I So sorry, buddy. I tried. How, how could you have gotten that wrong? I mean, that was uh, so obvious to no one. <laughs> to, no one. <laughs> <laughs> to no one. No.
0: <laughs> all right, good. thanks, Tracy. Safe right.
1: travels. Thank you. Bye. Well, Joy, we don't need to ask Joy the last question because she won. She locked it could up. Could we
3: just, for the sake of the fact that I love closure, all just, or
1: nothing? The all or nothing (laughs) question. Uh, But the listeners didn't get any correct. That's how important this question is, Joy. (laughs) So
3: it'll either be I win or it's a tie.
1: It's a tie. Yeah. Do you want to tie
2: America
0: or do you just want to beat America?
3: I want to have the last question.
0: (laughs) All right, here we go. Mega Mouth. Shark or indie band? Mega Mouth. This is for everything, Joy.
3: Wow. Oh, Shark?
0: For the win. Congratulations, Joy. <laughs> Congratulations! Wow. You, you've just won a copy of Relevant Magazine. I'm gonna find the best shark movie. Go Shark to Urban Jaws.
1: Good job. So good. All right. Thanks for the game. What was it called, Jesse?
0: Redeeming Shark Week.
2: Redeeming
1: Shark Week. Jesse, we're about game. Redemption. You relevant. do a good
2: job with those games, yeah. Jesse. Really redeeming
1: fun. Shark Week. The game. Here we go. All right. Stay tuned. Up next, feedback. Listening to Card It's also the name of a shark. Um, the song is Wasted You. Okay, it's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you if you could. Um, there's this guy that Vice is doing a short documentary about where, for the last 24 years, he's only eaten pizza. That's literally the only thing he's eaten. And um, we asked you if you could eat only one meal for the rest of your life. But it did not harm you, your health in any way. It, this could just somehow science figured out this is the most nutritious thing you could eat. You picked out one meal. It's the only thing you could eat the rest of your life. What would it be? You guys went over to um, the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and posted replies there. You hit us up on Twitter at relevantpodcast and you posted on our Facebook page. Here's a few of our favorites.
0: <laughs> I love this one from, from Christian. Uh, Abigail Christian. This one actually sounds like it could feasibly be something you could eat every day and not get uh, sick. It's a Thai dessert, sticky rice and mango. Yeah,
2: I saw that too. Like, I love that dessert, but
0: I wouldn't want to eat it for every meal. Right, that's nuts. Uh, uh, Justin Smith, two words, hot wings. That seems like a very dangerous choice. I feel like that's one you'd probably get sick of pretty quickly.
2: Okay, John said, baked chicken, mashed sweet potatoes, green beans, mac and cheese, and banana pudding – um, which I thought was good but like you don't really want the green beans right like isn't that just what you have to eat because your mom says you and, have and to that, eat it
0: that's like six items like he's saying but he you would s- just want a plate of that
2: you said a, me- a meal right didn't you say like uh, like your yeah, last I meal yeah I guess
0: <laughs> he's really <laughs> stretching because then he just said he would eat at Piccadilly every day <laughs>
2: yeah. which
0: you could eat at Piccadilly every day and make really good choices or very poor choices yeah yeah
3: but that's what this Jason Adams, he said too. He like did a full on meal. He was like tortilla chips sprinkled with chili powder, fresh salsa with plenty of cilantro, slow smoked brisket tacos and homemade tortillas, seasoned pinto beans that have simmered all night, a scoop of Boulder ice cream, mint Oreo, a scoop of bluebell ice cream, homemade vanilla, and Dublin Dr. Pepper. Okay, what's Dublin Doctor Pepper? That is extreme. Oh, that is
0: very specific. What
1: is Dublin Doctor Pepper? He's thought Pepper?
3: about this. I was going to say he's put a lot of thought into
1: this. So thing. on the other end of the spectrum, uh, Brooke O said uh, tortilla chips, <laughs> just tortilla chips. <laughs> That's I a- feel like
0: that would be very dry. Just a
1: nice chip. <laughs> Nothing to I feel like
0: after about a week, you're like, ah, oh, man, I made the
5: <laughs> really bad uh,
0: choice here.
1: Um, right, I gotta just say, I'm on uh, Twitter right now, and you know we just finished playing the game, and uh, Drew Hunt tweeted. Tune into the Relevant Podcast on Friday to learn that the answer to are you single is different in casual conversation than on tax forms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: really funny. <laughs> he
5: totally redeemed himself. With that. yeah.
0: That's like, really. Funny. He, he was yeah. Obviously, he's thinking that you know ours is a legally binding financial question. Yeah, yeah. Which is a logical thing to think when you call it to a you, podcast.
3: I <laughs> thought maybe he was just still open to me.
0: Just like sorry, Joy. He's just. Oh, I thought I was called the IRS part podcast. Yeah. Um,
2: we edited out the part where he said if if she did not have a ring and doesn't mean a thing. Um,
5: so, <laughs> (laughs) Um,
2: I would like to point out the fact that Pete said that mine would be Ethiopian beef tips, which are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) His daughter's Ethiopian, but it's really specific. Uh, There
1: you go. Uh, Wow. Okay. It's time for this week's
3: editorial question
1: of the week. So, you know, we talked about sharks and we ad nauseum you well and what they heard was the edited version um, and so you know it got us thinking you know uh, Joy mentioned last week that she in passing she mentioned that she used to feel like or be scared that sharks were in the bathtub or in the what was it the pool that's right Pool, and yeah, like,
2: that'd be crazy for them to be in the bathtub. <laughs> clearly, i just
3: they, slamming they, from ceramic corner to ceramic <laughs> corner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's just, nowhere to hide. And a lot, and a lot of people are afraid of sharks, especially if they live in a tornado. You know, and so, yeah. so, so it's just kind of thinking about irrational fears. Because mm-hmm. um, one of Jesse's compelling stats was that you're more likely to die from falling out of a bed than by a oh, shark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You know, it's an irrational fear to be scared of sharks, really. So we got to think about other irrational fears. We want to know, what was your childhood irrational fear?
2: Well, my childhood one is still my adulthood one, which is uh, pins, like any kind of like pin. Like if if Brianna's sewing something and she has that little pin cushion thing out, I won't go in that room for weeks for Do you fear you feel that, like you're going to
0: like step on a loose yeah, one
2: yeah yeah or like I'm going <laughs> to reach down like in a drawer and it's going to like stick into my finger or something like pins man freak me out like like freak me out like like I will avoid whole areas for a long long time in fear of like interacting with a pin. I
1: I reached into my uh you know the armrest compartment in in my, in a car, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I reached in and I was uh, like fishing around for like uh, a pack of gum. Yeah. And I wasn't looking cuz I was driving. Right. And I and and my finger got stabbed by a fishing hook. Yeah, you got to sell that car.
2: You got <laughs> out of there. You
1: got to get out of there. But it was like ow. Like yeah, what yeah. in the world? And yeah. then you know
2: I, and I and I don't know where it came from. I didn't like. It's just this always been an irrational fear. Because I mean, I, I think it's okay to not want to be like stuck by a pin, but the the amount of anxiety that it produces in me is very well. You, so know what, you know, it takes a
0: certain amount of time that passes before you go into the room. That's like, yeah. surely the pin is disappeared by you, now. It's you know,
2: necessity, and there's still parts of like when like I know that pin cushion was there, and I always wonder, is there a pin like in that carpet, like deep down in the carpet, that like someday, like when we're vacuuming, it's going to come up and then get my foot.
1: You know, you know what's really good to help people de-stress and deal with anxiety: mm-hmm. acupuncture. <laughs> <Deez>. <laughs>
2: I actually, uh, Emerson, uh, Joy's dad, and I have become, I would say, best friends
1: um, <laughs> over Twitter
2: this week, and he's actually going to help me. He's just going to poke me with pins until it's all better. <laughs> Tough
0: love.
1: Yeah, tough love. It gets you over your fear. This therapy
0: might sound weird, but you just sit there while I poke you with pets. Yeah,
1: some people call it acupuncture. I call it, we're going to get past your fear. <laughs> so, okay, write in to us on Twitter at Relevant Podcast. Um, or you
2: can just write in, send us a letter to Relevant. <laughs> 900
1: <laughs> Orders Avenue, Winter Park, Florida. I would love that. 32789. <laughs> um, yeah, or uh, post on our Facebook page, or you can comment on the episode page at relevantmagazine.com. Okay, speaking of mail, though, we have two packages here from listeners. Uh, that have come in this week. Different kind of mail, Joy. Uh, one of <laughs> one of them is from Downey, California. Yes. The note here says, Dear Relent Podcast Crew, I came back from experiencing the World Cup in Brazil the day wow. before sending this package. I've just caught up on episodes. Um, uh And I'm not sure uh, you all can be convinced of the reason so many love soccer and the World Cup. Despite that, I wanted to send you a little swag from the FIFA Fan Fest in Rio de Janeiro. Whoa. Only enough for the regularly in-house guys, I'm afraid, but maybe you can hit each other with them. Here's hoping you You're all going- get to watch a good game with a real soccer fan in the, in the near future, a loyal listener, I, uh, KG. And, and he sent us these big, blown-up uh, hands that they're like sticks, kind of like thunder sticks, oh, but at the cool. end of the thunder stick is a hand. That's awesome. And um, I guess us to go around and high-five people. With it's huge, there that's you go. incredible. That's, that's a awesome. really good from one from Brazil. That's Bring Brazilian those
3: plastic. And wow. to oh yeah. yeah.
2: So now I get my thing here, and I gotta get it taken to Lollapalooza.
1: Yep.
3: Yes. Okay.
1: And we got another box here from Amanda Cook, and she says, "Thank you for making uh, a very entertaining podcast and a wonderfully challenging magazine." I'm a relatively new listener. That's probably good, uh, but I've spent the last month trying to catch up and made it through the last two years. Oh, what? My. What? Wow. Every episode has me laughing out loud. Please enjoy these Canadian treats, despite the repeated Canadian hate. Stop right now. I'll there have
2: been treats on this table the entire show, yeah. and you're just not telling me <laughs> yeah. I am I am so hungry. Despite the I'll, I'll Canadian, even eat Canadian Canadian
1: stuff. hate. I am convinced that we will win you over someday.
2: Hey, these are incredible. These I, are like Brian's favorite candy. What is it?
1: Describe it for like, the people who don't uh, have eyes.
2: No, no, no. That's it's fine. They'll get it. <laughs> they're they're cookies that are in the they're like maple cookies. Um, and they're really, really good because they taste like maple syrup, and they're delicious. Wait, I'm
3: going to Canada tomorrow. What are they called?
2: They're called Ultimate Maple Leaf, except it's on French on the other side. Supreme. I'll just send you a picture. <laughs> I apologize. She says, Self- I, I apologize shop. I
1: can't send anything to the Skyped cast members, but I was unable to find addresses for them. Oh, this is it's really a good cool, job, actually. Hey, so, there's
2: live at. ethical bean <laughs> coffee.
1: Ethical bean coffee. Oh, that's, that's nice. cool. Yeah. Let's see what, what else we got.
2: Dark chocolate mango oh these are really good mango
1: chocolate dip mango she
2: should go and work for her nature box this is a really good
1: she packed a good box here and david's tea that's amazing oh
3: that's really nice it was really sweet i wow. love canadians i've never met a canadian i didn't like I'll i say that i
1: would actually fully agree with that they're funny and kind yeah yes.
3: Canadians. they can't help where they're from <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just the most beautiful country in north america in the entire but, yeah yeah um, all right. Well, thanks for the packages. If y'all want to send more food to us, feel free. Before we check out, Joy, you mentioned something in very brief passing that caught my ear. Y- you were on the prices, right?
3: That is correct. What Rod Roddy called my name. <laughs> oh, were you
2: on
1: the old one with Bob Barker then?
3: Yeah, kissed him. And, oh God! Yeah. Joy. You Lots know what? On that that's a
1: big problem in Portland, and they're encouraging people to yeah. not kiss Bob Barker on the lips anymore. I don't
0: have a mouth disease. Yeah, wait. <laughs> patient zero is on the line.
3: Right
0: now. <laughs> 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 what? So what? How? How did you? How did you perform on the show?
3: I was the last contestant called, and so you that when you get called, you have to like, um, you have to guess first. So it was kind of like a good chance that I wasn't going to get called up. Um, And once you once your name gets called, you can never be on the show again. So, like, I've never felt more pressure except for when I played the shark game um, in my life. And so I get called up there and I the only thing I could think in my head was the next person always does a dollar up, you know, um, and I was like, my best chance is if I do like something on the twenty-five or the seventy-five, so that someone will go up t- a margin of twenty-five dollars. Are we tracking here? Does this make you, sense? You, you yep. put a lot of thought into this. Oh, it's- I did. I was like, I was sweating. I was like, oh, I have one chance, one chance. And I was right. The next person like couldn't think like twenty-six or seventy-six, and they went up twenty-five dollars. So I, it was like a flat-screen TV, and I bid. I mean this is 14 years ago. <laughs> I bid 11.75. Everybody else voted and then the actual retail price was 11.97 and I flipped out. I ran the wrong way. <laughs> it was it was chaos. So, and then I won my game. I won a whole bedroom set and everything, but then the the spin the wheel thing, the girl before me spun a dollar. So it was exciting
1: though. (laughs) All right. Well, that was funny. All right. Well, many thanks to Tadashi for talking to us. Check out the feature that uh, we did uh, with him in the current issue of relevant. It's available now um, at newsstands nationwide, as well as the uh, iTunes and Google play newsstands. (laughs) What?
2: I'm thinking of something I might say later. That's it. Google
1: play newsstands. Um, (laughs) His latest album, Below Paradise, uh, just released this year. And you can find out more at Tadashi.com. tedashi com. Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Eddie has lost his mind. He is laughing uncontrollably <laughs> Let me
2: off. tell you what this whole joke was. You were going to say whatever, and then I was going to say my name. But I was going to be like, I'm Wiz Kleefulz. <laughs> and then I realized how not funny it was. And then I've been dying about that joke.
1: Hey, you performed at Lalo this year? <laughs> <laughs> Khalifold <laughs>
2: Khalifold I mean I'm sorry
1: I'm sorry Oh man Alright uh, Well, well uh, I'm Kevin Strang I'm Eddie
5: Kouffold <laughs> Who are you?
1: I'm Wiz, I've never heard of you I'm
5: Wiz Khalifold
1: <laughs> Oh There
4: you
0: go Chad Michael Snapely You're a I'm Jesse Carey <laughs> See you next week That's my fam
6: I'll hold them down forever Us against the world We can battle whoever. Together ain't no way we gon' fail You know I got your breath, just like a turtle shell Nobody do it better, all my brothers tryna get some cheddar We all wanna cut like the shredder Me and my bros come together for the dope. Bought the orange Lamborghini, call it Michelangelo With the noon chuck dope, and I'm pullin' up slow When we fall up in the party, they know anything goes Check my Rolex, it say I'm the man of the hour All is green in my pockets, you can call it turtle power
0: Thanks for listening to the Relevant Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, check us out on Facebook, and get bonus material from this episode
4: at the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check out the magazine. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store. Or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe.
6: Uh, ain't nothing that could come in between me and my brothers. We all around if it's going down.
0: It's just me and you, mini doll me.